Hello? Hear me now? Yeah. You hear yourself all right? Mm-hmm. I can hear all my voices. <laughs> <laughs> good, 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 good. Shall we? Yeah. Hello and welcome to episode 91 of I Am Fine, a chat around the subjects of health, wealth and well-being between myself, Damo, and belated birthday boy, Mark. Thank you. Happy birthday for last Friday, Mark. Mm-hmm. I do have your uh, present okay. on the way. Okay. I haven't got it here. I was hoping to have it in time for the for a grand opening, but I'm a little bit worried about it. I think it's going to be one of those ones that I give you and you go, what are you trying to say? <laughs> I'm going to leave it there, but so we'll hopefully. I'll yeah, I've still got your Bazooka Joe. I look at him quite regularly. Oh uh, yeah, I've kept him in. I've kept him in pristine, so that in in the box when they have antiques road trip in about <laughs> eight <Yeah>. years time, <laughs> yeah, it'll be worth a lot more because it's boxed. Yeah, nice one. We're all work in progress, and this podcast is no exception. In short, it's spoken our perfectly imperfect lives, and if we can make just one person feel like they're not alone, all this madness. <laughs> madness isn't the word, Mark, is it? It's just not the word. I'm going to keep it in. Mm. But I don't think there are any words to explain quite how mad things are at the moment. Don't know work here is done. Mm. Anything, anything to say on that? No. Okay, good. I'm, I, I well, clearly in time. No, not, just not now. Yeah. Uh, our reverse psychology not to follow us on the socials didn't work. Mm-hmm. Surprise, surprise. That's because they're, they're, they're a flock of sheep, aren't they? <laughs> just do as they're told. Like yeah. The rest of the populace. Yeah, for, for that episode only, everyone did as they were told. Yeah. Um, so you can follow us on Instagram at I'm Finecast and search for all our episodes by category and tag on our website at I'mFinecast.com. Don't push that very much, but I tag the little episodes as they go on and you can search yeah. by various... Yeah, I did look the other day. Did you? Mm-hmm. Good, good. And feel free to drop us an email at I'mFinecast at gmail.com. So, um, coming up in this episode, it's part two of mm. two mm. at the moment, mm-hmm. but it might well be part two. Of 75. Yeah. I mean, I don't really know. Yeah. So, um, looking at addiction, um, and I, yes, I know the last episode was 35 days ago, but we'll come to that in a minute. Was it um, really? Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah, I know. Language. Sorry. Keep listening. My mum's listening. <laughs> Sorry, sweet <Jesus. laughs> God. More, more <laughs> on why shortly, but we'll be following up on the subject of addiction by looking at, so I'm going to list these things. Hopefully we'll get time to cover them. If yeah. we don't, we can put them in the other 75 episodes. Uh, the link between addiction and connection. Mm-hmm. Uh, personal recollections and how emotional mind trumps logic. Yep. Yeah, you wrote these. Yeah. Because you, you're looking ever so surprised. <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking these are good. <laughs> these are really good. I just wish I had something to say. You've been doing your research. <laughs> uh, the legacy of always being in recovery. Yeah. Mm fascinated by that one and uh, new new addictions all the time and the threat of ai as the ultimate addiction yeah really good one that that that, only, might, that that only came to me firstly thank you as well for your response when you said like you'd like to know a little bit what's going on in my head for tonight yeah and i sent those through yeah we were all to, you know that's good isn't it that's how things happen you make a request yeah go on yeah and then you put mega thanks and i was so chuffed oh yeah because i put make good word in it yeah mm. <clears throat> you're welcome Hmm. It was mega, just the fact you responded in, <laughs> in a timely fashion <laughs> in this year. Yeah, there's not much left of it, so it was it was it was close. So how are you, Mark? All right? Yeah. 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 Did you have well, a birthday hair? Well, birthday haircut. Yeah, I did. <laughs> you, you did. You I moved d- that along pretty quick, didn't you? Let's what? talk about my hair quick. 
I, anything um, but how I am. I set myself some targets for my birthday. Yeah. Shower. Of getting to it. <laughs> yeah, shower's a good start. Nails. We've talked about that before. Nails, all. Na- what, your fingernails? Yeah, and toenails. And toenails, the what, whole lot. What, off? Just pulled them out? <laughs> what? Painted them. Okay. No. Um, just dealt with them. Dealt with I didn't them. think it was your colour, that, but <laughs> black. <laughs> um, what else did I do? So you got Shaved. It. Right. I'm more shaven than last time. That sounds <laughs> wrong. Why does that sound wrong? Because it's fucking wrong. That's why. Cause no, but if I just go, I shaved. shades are wrong. Everyone knows if I go, I'm more shaven. How does that? If you're not making it any easier. No. Did you shave all your bits and pieces? Is that what we're saying? Did you give yourself a good chest. tidy I didn't up? Do, I didn't do that. That's the only bit you're getting out on Instagram, isn't it? So just yeah. shave those bits. Um, what else did I do? I went to Vince's and had a haircut. And I had... Vincenzo. Vincenzo. <laughs> and I had... Um, oh, is he all right? I didn't... Did you have the three-word man? Yeah. So I'm there. Three-word man and yeah. Vincenzo were does both... He have a, does he have a name? I, I don't ask me this before. I don't think you know his name. Nephew. Oh, then only one word. I'm trying to think when I went first. It's not Antonio the nephew. <laughs> I think, just doing a quick bit of calculation in my head, I've been going there 35 years. So no, I don't know his name. Right. Yeah, okay. Um, it's not important, but uh, just trying to think. days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God, 35 years. Mm-hmm. But about, I think we, I've said this before, about 12, 13 years ago, I, I went in and he went, the usual mate, obviously, the three words. Yeah, yeah. And I went, mm-hmm. And he just basically got out a number zero and took all my hair off. Mm-hmm. And you know when you're sitting there going, this doesn't feel like the usual haircut yeah. that might have does scissors. He do, does he do this every 12, 13 years then? Because that's pretty sharp what you've got. Is, that, is this short, <laughs> it's pretty is it? short, yeah. I don't think I've seen it that short. I told him to I leave. I had to kind of squint. Is there any there at all? I had to tell him to leave it longer. <laughs> this is him... <laughs> This is that his leave hippie. a bit long on top. <laughs> yeah, <You> seriously. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, no, seriously, this was. Oh, and um, yeah, oh, we had some great three words, um, but there was no one else in the, there was no one else in the um, shop except for the guy that Vince was doing. The reason Vince got delayed, and I would have had Vince otherwise, because as I said, when we went in, they both had a customer. Vince's customer had his phone on, and probably every about. 27 seconds had to take a call right so you had to stop yeah and get get his hand under the cape oh you're kidding me. flick all the hair away what Vince stood back I'm in the fucking barbers <laughs> sorry Vince sorry <laughs> and then it was like what? no I can't I can't I, uh, no, no I, I can't sp- I, I'm with Vince I'm in the oh bloody women and it's like don't answer don't your answer phone, phone mate. yeah think he was addicted Oh, oh, yeah, or a dick. <laughs> He's called Ted. <laughs> huh? A dick, Ted. Oh, don't right. <laughs> If I have to explain. <laughs> okay. Okay. So anyway, yeah. So I'm I didn't realise my hair I've was to, that. I've got, to, I've got to get up to speed. Yeah, I didn't realise my hair was that short. But yeah, this is long on top. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah, everything else right? Mm. What, what's happened in the last thirty-five days? Well, I have seen you, obviously, but we've been training again. Did you miss me when I had the Rona? I had the Rona. Yeah, it probably needs to be said. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, I'm a survivor. I'm a survivor. I'm go- what? No. Good, right? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get a badge. No. Um, but they did ring me about four times. Yeah. 
which I was surprised about. Because mm-hmm. I had a, 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 a cold, <laughs> right? Yeah. They called me four four times, to, and some of the calls were, I just wonder how you're doing. I'm like, all right. So I, as you know, and I think we talked about in the pod, in 2015, I had quite some savage surgery. Yeah. Guess how many times, right, I'll give you a little bit of time to think about this. Okay. Guess how many times the NHS or any of the medical operatives that were involved in that said procedure or the follow-up care, guess, guess how many times? I think it's a loaded question. No, is it? I'm well, go... Where would you get that impression? Have, have, a, little, have a wild stab I, in the dark. I'm going to have a stab in the dark, which is mm. literally what they did on your stomach. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was the same number of phone calls I had after on my hernia operation. Yeah, yeah. So before I answer that, Ooh, yes. just a little <clears throat> bit of supplementary. Mm. Um, our cat had his balls cut oh. off. Oh. We had three follow-up calls. <laughs> 24 hours after... Right, yeah. Left a message on an answer phone. How is he? Is he all right? Did I? I said a cat. How it's not a fucking cat, it's a dog. But you have a cat as well? Mm, with bo- No, I'll cancel all that. What? You're going to have to do some editing. I'm not, I'm not editing. Okay, we, oh. can, we can just pretend it was the, the, so the dog had his, had his balls yeah. removed. Right? So we had a call 24 <laughs> hours later. <laughs> How's the dog? What, 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 there's nothing wrong with the dog. It's the cat that's had his nuts <laughs> off. <laughs> What? Have I got the wrong number? Oh, the confusion that ensued after that. Yeah. Is he all right, then? I'm going to go zero, then, for course. <laughs> yeah, let's absolutely bring right. It back. It's just, it's mental, isn't it? Mm. It just, no one gave two shits when I had most of my guts removed. No. Yeah, I had a, I had a you know, I've lost my taste, and they're ringing, how are you? How are you, how are you doing? Mm. Right. What? Crazy, crazy. Um, and my taste is just back coming back after about four and a half weeks. Um. And oh, I thought good, it is coming back, is it? Well, I thought still... smell and taste was kind of linked. I thought if smell comes back, taste comes back, but it doesn't, seemingly. They seem to be independent of each other, which mm. I didn't realise, in my case. And um, I started training, but it's been a bit tough, hasn't it? I've been not... We've just I'm been, not been I've not you, been very... Yeah, you're not, not been being yourself. With me, haven't you? You've been very nice, easing me in gently. The, um, the sense of smell is linked with the amygdala, which we talked about before. Right. And I've been going... I've gone back to writing my novel, mm. and... I wrote about working in Marks and Spencers, and I, when I walked in, it smells of Marks and Spencers. Right. So here's a question. I, I would say that if I was in any Tesco's, any Sainsbury's, yeah. I would know the difference. Just by the smell? Just by the smell. Really? Mm. Do you rank smells? No, <laughs> not mad. Do you um, go in, oh, this is three. This is a three. Oh, so I looked into this. So I looked into this, mm. and back in the day, there was like it was a bit the equivalent of subliminal advertising, wasn't it? That they used to do bread smells. Yeah, and so it's there's called a, a bakery. It's at the back. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fucking rocky. It's not actually a bakery, is it? Because it's all brought in from bloody Romania and a lorry. All right, no need for that kind of it's a, it's xenophobia. A... <laughs> yeah, thank you. So the point I'm making is that I still think <laughs> you don't seem convinced. I reckon ev- all Sainsbury's taste. Taste the that same. bread's cut, bread's baked at, no, no, at no, Sainsbury's. All Sainsbury's smell the same to me. General feeling. I, you don't seem. No, I, I can't. I'm normally quite good with my nose, but I, that's not something I've, okay. I've ever thought about. But now I think, well, well and all our listeners will be going in <laughs> through <it>. their masks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, oh, nothing. Will, just pull the mask down and have a little. No, nothing. Will get, it, nothing will get through those bad boys. Good, yeah, that's what I mean. You got to pull it down. <laughs> you need just chain mail or chicken wire, something more solid than those. <laughs> Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> go into a mask with chicken wire. 
There are some. Well, they masks. said it has to be a, a comfortable face covering, and it needs to be secure. Yeah. It didn't specify how far apart. <laughs> yeah. The material seems. Well, to we be. mentioned chainmail, haven't we? <laughs> yeah um or have it like maybe curtains in the theater little velvet drapes with um oh and you pull so you, when so you, you pull yeah, if you want to speak to that's somebody lovely because in costa i will i will pull my mask down i mean she's behind you know bulletproof glass yeah. anyway, <laughs> yeah. right so i'm not worried about that so i put it because it's rude isn't it going, and they were like what and you're like what 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 and she hasn't got a mask on so it's just just seems common decency to pull it down and spit americano please what do you say? Spit on her? It's a new rule. It's a new law in Australia, isn't it? What? To spit on if people? If you're unvaccinated and you deliberately, and the, 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 the how they define deliberate, I don't know. But if you deliberately cough, sneeze or spit over another person, uh-huh. the fine is now $13,000. That's a lot, isn't it? And one of them is sneeze. What so, if you accidentally do it and they go, well, they did it on purpose? And if you go, no, I've got hay fever. Yeah. I'm allergic to them. Yeah. Mm. I'm allergic to their... Yeah. Them. <laughs> End of. So anyway, going back to the smells, in mm. my novel I wrote that I felt whenever I worked in Marks and Spencer's it had a distinctive smell. So I did a little bit of work, looked about the links of memory yeah. and the amygdala, right. that smell is the most notable of the senses for memories. It can yeah. evoke memories. Mm-hmm. and That makes sense. Yeah. And one of the things I looked into was how many companies use smells yeah. at yeah. the moment this is yeah. a current thing and i we've talked about cars on here haven't we the car smell yeah and it, then it yeah. went away and people went i want it i want it to smell like a new car yeah. so they put it in yeah because yeah. because we went way past cfc's years ago we're actually making plastic that didn't you know degrade before yeah. your very eyes so um yeah they put that in i think they still do they still put okay. that smell in yeah well here's another one then i think all starbucks smell the same yeah Starbucks has a distinctive feel. You yeah, walk into that, Starbucks, it's you know, that it's rank coffee that they it sell. It's the rank coffee, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, they're a sponsor you, I really don't want. So Starbucks, um, it is amazing. It's a bit like Costa to be the best, or not to be the best, to be the most popular and to be the shittest. It's like it's unbelievable, <laughs> it's, isn't it's it? It's impressive, isn't it? Yeah, it Costa's really is run by Whitbread. Yeah, and it's just it's yeah, it's just wrong as a coffee mm. shop, but it is the most popular. Anyways, as I was saying, so one of the things I read, one of the things I read about Starbucks was obviously that they do use coffee smells too, which is obvious. But they do pump it round. It isn't just people making. Don't line them up that easy for me, right? They have coffee in there, right? (laughs) (laughs) But they also used to have egg and cheese at certain times of the day, and they've stopped selling those because they overpowered the smell of the coffee. And it had what they pumped egg and cheese smells in, did they? I guess they had like, or they just know. used someone used to get like the work experience kid just just kind of wave his hand over the the cheese and egg sandwiches. No, no, no. Or open it. Are you in, in the in the days before pandemic? They just would open the packet and blew across the top <laughs> of it. Right? Just, just. No, to... they stopped cooking it. That's oh, the thing. Right. Okay, oh, that's boring. Mm. Uh, anything? Oh, the other thing I did do, which I didn't mention. But you're I... better now. So sorry, I'm going to show a little bit of concern for your health. <clears throat> yeah, Ooh, I'm a bit... you're right. <laughs> I'm feeling unwell all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, for all I look, because our listeners, I think, listen, don't they? I mean, it, there's a clue in the in their name. Mm. Um, and I think some of them remember stuff as well. Mm-hmm. And I think, I'm sure, not that we know, but I'm sure everyone was really fascinated to know how my bike test went. Yes. Because that was ages ago, wasn't it? Yeah. And I passed. So I'm now a biker. Mm. And now I turn up on a really loud bike in the morning at your house tonight. <laughs> yeah. And just for a bit, just it's that so little loud, bit. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I just, I just makes me every time I drive up kind of your road, I just kind of, 
have a little smile to myself thinking that the you're only probably advantage getting, oh, of it is is God. that i can get the coffee on can you hear me coming up the road yes oh mint. yeah that's yeah. awesome only probably about 10 seconds away but there's that little rumble ace yeah. oh cool um i'm still gonna get you on a bike it's my um that's my 2022 resolution mm-hmm. yeah okay i think every time i turn up on it you kind of you just stand there and with your coffee you just stand there and you just give it a little bit of a yeah a once over don't you yeah I don't know what you're looking at. I, I I mean, you're not looking at me. I'm like talking to the bike and go, I, I could ride. Because <laughs> I look like a bin. Because <laughs> <laughs> I look like a bin man, so you can't be looking at me. <laughs> I could ride you. <laughs> Up and down the road. I'd show you. I'd show, show you a good sign. <laughs> yeah. uh, anything else going on, Mark? No, I think we'll come to stuff. We're not going to go straight into addictions, are we? Well, have you got anything else? We're halfway through. Are we? <laughs> God. Nothing's changed. I'm not editing, remember. Days of editing, they've gone. You were just saying about the 35-day break. You're going to just comment on that a bit. I I did. I was poorly. And we didn't. Hmm. Well, I kind of... And then another week we couldn't, and then... Yeah, well, I I, I was just one of those overwhelming weeks at work. Yeah, Um, to work past five. Yeah. (laughs) You can shut it. (laughs) Rang out out Don't talk to me about a full day's work, Mark. (laughs) You can Pot kettle black. Your slide in your Google office got stuck <laughs> and it needed polishing. Yeah. Um, Pool table's been recovered. <laughs> yeah, you got it. You got it. Um, no, that's been a while. I didn't realise it was that long. I didn't realise it, it felt like a, like, like three weeks, but obviously um, it's been a bit longer. But, I am uh, going to have to make one very quick reference because yeah. obviously Sam Harris is out of my affections. Oh, yeah. You found a new bow, haven't you? Yeah. Mm. And Sam Harris, and I've bloody paid for him as well. Yeah, I have as well. Not listened to him for no, most of the year. He's full of shit. Well, I don't know. There's, there's two sides to every what story. Happened? Did you have a little fallout? He disagreed with me. <laughs> well, oh, I right. disagreed with him. Right. The confirmation bias wasn't there, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <You're> like, mm. <laughs> he didn't How say dare. what I wanted to hear. <laughs> yeah. I don't pay someone to to give me counter well, counter views. Has he had his vaccines? Has he? Oh, Joe Rogan. Like what? seriously. So I'm just going to say, you saw my Insta story the other day about his current... I'm just going to find it the now. The other day, you've sent your dad 40 in the last week, Mark. How, Joe, you have to be more specific. Joe Rogan and Dr. Peter McCullough. Yeah. Oh, my God. I haven't, no, I haven't seen that. I'm, I'm going to demand... What? That everybody listens to it, and I want everyone to write in when they have, or else there's going to be trouble. What are you going it's, to do? Are you threatening our listeners? Yeah, it's about time we got... What, got a bit... Yeah. What, got a bit Larry? They're getting a bit complacent. Even though Tunisia had a little jump, did you see that on the yeah. charts about a week ago? It suddenly started going up again. I thought we haven't put anything out. They must just be re listening. Yeah, we've had a bit re-listening. of a burst, haven't we? The last one. We do, the longer we leave between pods, yeah. the more listens we get. I'm trying to laugh. treat them mean, isn't it? <laughs> um, no, this this podcast, the latest one on Spotify, I think there's even talk that they, he's going to be in danger of it being taken down. What, it's, Spot, Spotify are actually going to censor their, their biggest well, star? Well, no, just that it's like. He's already losing thousands on Twitter. YouTube is starting to block stuff for this uh, doctor. Yeah, they're all kind of... And well, as I long know, as he's got Spotify, he'll be fine, won't he? Yeah, and I know there's confirmation bias, and I know I just wanted someone to say something, and there are a couple of things that he said, and I go, I don't quite get that. But some of the stuff he's coming out with is totally mind-blowing, and if there was one thing I would ask everyone to listen to, it would be this one one podcast on Spotify. I'll tell you what number it is. Okay. Uh, Whereas Dr. Peter McCullough, he's a cardiologist. Um, I think he's got more research papers printed than 
anybody else in the world. It's number 1747 on Spotify. 1747. I'll put a link up in the notes. I do accept the confirmation bias that I've got my ideas. But something came into my mind when I was listening to them, and some of it was really, really interesting for me personally. And this this is the one sort of serious bit I want to say. He was talking about, it came up about soccer players, as they called it. Mm. And Joe Rogan went, where are we with this thing? And you know, that's something I've been going on about. Yeah. Yeah. And I've seen a couple of videos today, actually, of two football players going down. And it's like they've been shot. Yeah, it's so a just, film I just haven't to, seen before. Do you want to explain? Because not everyone is, because it's not anything that's necessarily been widely publicised. Yeah. I mean, I guess it probably... I'm not saying started because we don't even really know the cause of it, but mm-hmm. Christian Eriksen in the Euros yeah. collapsed on yeah. the pitch. So, Christ- uh, and, and no, nothing really, you know, the ones I remember is uh, Fabrice Moamba and um, I can't remember. There's another one, wasn't there? Yeah, Quite a big profile. Yeah. But they happen very uh, few and far between those yeah, things. Maybe once very, every five years. Yeah, you certainly get a in high top profile. flight anyway. Yeah. 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 And so Christian Eriksen went down, had, I think, what was described as a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, in the Euros, so of course, massive profile, massive number of television watchers. Yeah. Um, interesting, actually, the BBC got a lot of complaints for not coming not away from the it. scene. It'd been interesting if he had died, whether that would have really come back to bite them, because it mm. was quite harrowing to show. Mm. And I don't think it really respected his privacy. Yeah, right. The Euros were in the summer, and then this season has started. And I would say, every week... I would say, in Europe, yeah, a high-profile, so. so, you know, top league yeah. player has collapsed with chest pains. Yeah. Um, there's a guy called Fleck for Sheffield United. Lindelof did it. Yeah. Well, Aguero's the big one. Cause Aguero's the big one. He had to retire. Had he? to require. He had fibrillation mm-hmm. um, and arrhythmia and two heart conditions that I have. And, and in one week, there was that Sheffield United player in a... Almost in the, in the I can't remember, it wasn't yeah. Leeds, it was, it was two. No, there was another again, one. Again, FA yeah. it was almost in the same week. But it's it also the things, for example, I was listening to local radio, listening to my team, mm. and I'd come in and out of the room, and they went, there'll be 13 minutes of injury time. And I thought, God, what's happened? Mm. There was a collapse in the crowd, a heart attack in the crowd. Mm. The week before, the rival team in Bristol, three people had collapsed with heart conditions and breathing conditions at one match. Spectators. Spectators, yeah. Now... This isn't about me make, coming to... to I'm, I don't know what happened to those people. What yeah. I'm saying is, it's very interesting when they talked about Aguero today. Sorry, when they talked about Lindelof from Man United, the manager basically said he had a bit of a collision. Mm. He can't remember what happened. Right. He was unable to breathe and his heart rate was off the scale. Yeah. But he's fine now Yeah, and he'll be back soon. When Aguero retired, he didn't say, other than for health issues, he didn't say, when I walked off the pitch mm. two months ago and couldn't breathe and went to hospital and had massive heart palpitations, yeah. it was just left as very vague. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all have been, and nothing of them since. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. And so what happens is it's like, had trouble breathing, had problems with heart, and this is every single week now. Mm. Um, and a lot of that is relevant, and this actually came up on a pod Ages and ages ago, when I talked about one of my heart, my first heart surgery, and I was in pre-surgery, and there was four of us there, or five of us there, waiting for the surgery. Three were very, very obese people, 
and myself and another personal trainer. Mm. And when I spoke to my cardiologist, he said, your heart as a muscle is massive. It's mm. enlarged and that's causing the problems with atrial fibrillation because of the size of your heart. Yeah. And he said, those three guys over there are 26, 30 stone. So their heart having to work as hard mm. as yours is yeah. from your for exercise. Dif- yeah, for, yeah, different reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I still have fibrillation, but the interesting thing, I was watching Good Morning Britain the other day, and this advert comes on for Cardia. Mm. I think I mentioned this to you at training. Yeah, the, the app, the yeah, phone app. Yeah. It's a, it cost me about £100. It's, it's, more, it's more than an app because it is yeah, actually that's a you, measurement. You had it ages ago. I had is it that about the same five one years ago, yeah. For your stuff. That's right, because I've seen, because the moment you took it on tour, didn't you? I'm sure you had yes, it. Yes, I had yeah, those two little did. silver buttons. Yeah, so right. if I go into fibrillation and it's bad mm. and it lasts mm. several hours. Yeah, because you've been sending me all these players collapse it all from all over the world yes. <laughs> you know, this isn't just yeah. the uk this is everywhere and then i was watching the tv the other night that came on i was like oh if mark sees this yeah. it's gonna be like because you've never seen an ad for that yeah and it's why would you want to check thing? if you've atrial got atrial fibrillation <laughs> yeah. of all things yeah. you know what i mean but yeah and this is in good no, morning just, britain this is prime time telly I've seen it in the like evening, we said it's normally stair lift isn't yeah. it so back to rogan because that's where you were going so the thing with rogan is yes 100 percent hands up he meets a lot of my conf- confirmation bias. Mm. The number of things that he talks about that you and I talk about is in perfect parallel. We must mm. mix in the same sort of Twitter circles. <laughs> but the yeah. guy, he is just so human and sometimes he'll make mm. a mistake. But he, this particular interview with this guy, uh, Dr. D- Peter McCullough, is earth shattering and there's the one thing i was going to say and we're not going to go on and on about covid this is something that came into my mind today mm-hmm. having listened to that and it wasn't something that was said dr mccullough said almost without exception you cannot get covid twice that's what he said mm-hmm. joe rogan goes some of my mates have mm. and the other guy goes some of your mates have come up with two positive um, readings. Right. I do not think they have had COVID twice. Right. Did a massive scientific explanation mm-hmm. about it. This is on this episode that you. This is on this episode, okay. so yeah. you can listen to it for yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah. And Joe Rogan's going. Basically, I don't believe you. You can get it twice. I saw my mate, and he was yeah. he wasn't so bad the second time, but mm-hmm. you know, he had it twice. And I think you mentioned you knew someone had or a family member or something. Actually, don't not officially. Okay, they thought they might have, but not nothing ever came of it. So I'm there going. Actually, I don't I don't agree with the doctor either. You know, how, that's a very bold claim. He said you will mm-hmm. not get it mm-hmm. twice. Yeah. So Joe Rogan argued the point. Then we talked a little bit more, and so I thought I'm going to find out because actually the BBC were talking about it today mm-hmm. on oh, the right. radio yeah. just by coincidence. And the guy on the radio went, we reckon at the most 1% of people can get it twice. Blimey. So the BBC, who are obviously very pro everything about the vaccines, even they're admitting it's 1%. Mm. So I thought, "Mm, well, maybe we're somewhere between 0 and 1% all of a sudden, but 1% is still a big number. Yeah. And Well, yeah, I thought it was a lot smaller than what... I thought mm. it's quite small, but I guess yeah. it is big and when you it think about how many in, people yeah. 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 But I was surprised. I thought the BBC would go, you know, up to 20% of people mm-hmm. might, you yeah. know, have had yeah, it twice. Yeah, yeah. So say it's between 0 and 1%. If the BBC is, is a lot more one way and this doctor's a lot more the other. So I then thought there must have been some studies to see. Mm. And the biggest study is in Qatar. Mm. 323,000 people. That's big. 
big study. Yeah. And they were tracked and traced and tested to find out did they have COVID twice. That was the that was the okay, test. Okay, cool. And I haven't got the exact figures here, but it was roughly about sixteen hundred hmm. were recorded as having it twice. Right. Of those three hundred and twenty three thousand, four were hospitalized. Mm-hmm. So the findings of the study were a small percentage, less than 1%, yeah. quite a lot less than 1%, mm. were recording as having it twice. Yeah. And what the doctor was saying is some of the tests that are done aren't subtle enough to know the difference between different. No. Um, because <laughs> I saw someone the go today. Vi- viruses, I guess, or yeah, different? Someone said to, yeah, so, well, the variant, someone said today. Right. If there's this new variant that no one knows anything about, mm. how does the, the test pick it up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess there's enough other things there. Yeah, I guess. But it makes you think... Well, well they just we look sh- down the telescope and there's just all these, you know, all these mutants, right? Because that's what they say. There's loads of mutants in this one. <laughs> so there's all these little... Yeah. And there's just loads of them. <laughs> that, and they are, well, Omicron. Oh, okay. Um, I they? suppose they look different to the other mutants. So anyway. Yeah, there's just more of them. More so mutants. Taking away all my confirmation bias. So we've got a doctor going, there's none. Hmm. The BBC is saying 1% and the biggest study in the world going 1,000 out of 320,000. So what's that? 0.3%, something like that. So yeah. we're in points of a percent. Yes. And I think everybody agree. Yeah, it's around that. This went through my head. If you have had COVID. I have. Yeah. Hands up. Okay, let's use you as an example. <laughs> no, well, no, I'm here. I'm a survivor. I mean, you should be grateful you could use me as an example at all. Is there anyone in the audience who's had corona? You've got to put your hand up. Oh, so. yeah, me. Yeah. Okay, we're going to use you as an example. You don't so. sound well either, Mark. You could. No, I think I've got... <coughs> I'm not Sorry. editing, remember, so you're spitting yeah. all over the place. <laughs> Good job I've got four masks on. Yeah. So, um, you've had, you've had mm, COVID. Me. Yes. If we accept that the chance of getting COVID again is a point of a percent we can agree yeah it's almost next next to nothing yep. and if the hospitalizations were four out of a third of a million mm. if you do get it again it ain't gonna hurt you yeah we, we can take that as red no matter where your confirmation bias is mm-hmm. so this is my question if you have had covid what are you being vaccinated against God, I need a sound effect in there, don't I? Do you get me? No one has asked this question. You're being vaccinated against a disease that you cannot get. Yeah. Because you've had it. Yeah. So the vaccine... If I don't see your face now, but it's, it's, it's contorted. It's like... <laughs> but it's... The no. vaccine should only be given to people, and I'm not even on about natural immunity. Yeah. If the vaccine yes. is to stop you getting COVID and you're not going to get COVID except in th- 0.3 of a chance of a percent. Mm. Even less chance of getting it the first time round. And that's slim. Yeah. And it even if you do get well, it slim, the it's second not time, it, but in terms of nothing's going to happen. Yeah. 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 Put that against the risk of the vaccine. Mm. Yeah. That's, if we're going on about addiction and my gambling problem, that's a reason for me. Yeah. To suggest the odds the of odds. harm mm. are greater. Now, I'm not anti-vax. No, no. I'm just going on figures. Mm. If you have had something that you're almost definitely and you're not, not even talking get about again, something yourself with with a with a heart condition. You're not. No. You're just talking. Say you didn't have any underlying health. The odds are, you know, uh, do you know what I mean? Yeah. 
And we go, we go back, we go slim. back. Slim, properly yeah. slim. We go back to our Martian. Oh, I like it. We've done this. So the Martian yeah. comes down yeah. and he said, he's at <laughs> the vaccination centre. And he went, can you explain well, to had, me? Did he, did he book an appointment? Or is he just kind of <laughs> hanging out outside? Just because just, I'm a very visual person, right? So he's, he's knocking around outside Bradley Stoke surgery. Yeah. Right? Did he? Is he queuing up for a vaccine? Joe Rog- Rogan because he couldn't get on the web. No one could get on the website to get the boosters book. So how did he? Well, get, it, well, was he could, queue- well, no, he could because that guy who had nine the other day. Did you hear about <laughs> that? What, did he start selling them or something? No, he had nine himself. He had nine boosters. What? He just kept going round. He had nine boosters. <laughs> get going round. Yeah, he did, just a different sentence. It's a roller it was coaster. in the paper. <laughs> roller coaster. So. <laughs> So going back to it, the Martian would go, okay, can you explain this? Yeah, this is a vaccination centre. Oh, what happens? We put something in your arm. Mm. And what does that stop? It stops me getting COVID. Oh, have you ever had COVID? <laughs> yes. So why are you having the vaccine? So I don't get it again. Oh, is that likely that it happens mm. again? No, hardly ever. So you're having a vaccine to stop you having something that you've had, mm. survived, and, and won't get again. Mm. That's why it's ridiculous, and it's taken me all this fucking time to get to that conclusion. What you've never followed up on is is how the Martian responds to all these ridiculous things, right? Does he just kind of like shake his head, or does he look like you with a contorted face and he's, just walk off because he can't work it he's out? He's mystified. Joe Rogan reckons the way Martians just want look, up? yeah, is basically where humanity's going. No genitals, <laughs> massive head, and a pathetic body. Your body only sounds like me. Right? <laughs> yeah, I'm off. I've been missing some training. <laughs> We were just on about the genitals. <laughs> but he goes, yeah, the body's only strong enough to move the neck. That's all we're needed for. And he's got a point. Yeah, he has. I've oh, been in the gym. I've been it. in the gym every day this week. It's empty. There's yeah. nobody in the gym. Yeah. There aren't people getting strong anymore or getting... I know. Sad, isn't it? It's the exception. You look around. Mm. Nobody is... Mm. Oh. Oh. Anyway, does the Martian just walk off in a half? Or does he, do, does he kind of... <laughs> like, he just goes last does he get time back I, in his spaceship or does he just go to the next no he went last time I person. came <laughs> I was mystified by you as a race I keep coming back I can't help myself yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm addicted <laughs> so it's something from the metaverse being... <laughs> isn't it it's Mark Zuckerberg he looks like a bloody Martian doesn't he? and Bill Gates he's got a, he's got a, like a big neck and a big head hasn't he yes yeah, yeah. And Bill Gates <laughs> looks like a waterbed doesn't he his body does look, doesn't it? Like you could shake it, like when you fill a balloon <laughs> full of water. That's probably going to be the worst insult, isn't it, for anyone? He looks like a waterbed. I don't mm. even know what that means, but I, I'd, but it's I'd right. be more... <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, I think I know what you mean. Well, I'm sorry if I'm upset him, because, yeah, yeah. we should all be now, kind. Well, it's one, one less listener, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. We've got plenty of them. Yeah, but he's got influence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, beautifully segued, Mark. Yes. Into, into, into addiction. addiction. Yeah, with our Martian is addicted mm. to our nonsensical ways brilliant question mm-hmm. and i'm not gonna put a sound effect in because i think the silence said it all didn't it mm-hmm. mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah what? no i thought you were going to read out the brilliant so question what, what, i hadn't realized it's the thing i just said yeah you're right yeah i think you've flabbergasted yourself i have no it is that's a really good point mm. uh and um i'm sure we'll talk about boosters again Mm. Won't we? Mm. Um, so, addiction we need to get on, Mark. Mm-hmm. You know what we're like, or gas bags. So, in the last episode, again, 35 days ago, yeah. um, you began to talk about your gambling addiction, mm. which obviously kind of, you've kind of circled around quite a lot of the pot, you know, mm. 
for, for the people who've listened to you know others yeah they might have got the i don't know you know people try and put things together don't they but i think you've kind of hinted at you've certainly talked about similar things you've talked about certain events that you know yeah but you've kind of yeah. talked very clearly and openly yeah. about um you kind of started at the beginning really didn't you which which is kind of really interesting because you would not really talked to me about that no. before i don't think i don't think probably Into, more than a handful of people know about it. yeah but i kind of because we kind of touched on the i guess um what could be seen as the innocence of childhood behavior and how parent uh child parent dynamics actually normalized the addictive tendencies of gambling mm. Which um, kind of really hit home when you said that the games that you used to play with your parents and for money, and it was kind of encouraged, and that competitiveness was encouraged, and there, yes. was, there was reward and those dopamine hits, all that kind yes. of thing. Yeah, you know, you'd just look in to any household doing those things, and you go, "Oh, isn't that lovely?" It's like the adverts at the moment with everyone, you know, the Christmas adverts, yeah. the big pile of food, and everyone's playing games. And yeah, you know, if you just kind of zoomed into a house of, you know, back back in the seventies. Uh, 70s. <laughs> yeah, 70s. Um, but also just... Do you know what I mean? You go, oh, isn't that lovely? They're, they're family playing together and... Oh, look, but you're right about the adverts, but the other the other underlying thing is if you did a screenshot of those adverts, they are jam-packed with alcohol. Yeah. You see the yeah. crackers and the Christmas pudding, but it's like... True. Just look at it and it's there's bottles everywhere and there's, yeah. it's almost like a sort of unwritten thing that... Yeah. I mean, if there's any... Talk about it, if there's any normalisation going on, that's it in, you know, right before your very yeah. eyes, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, we kind of forget that. Well, it's like daytime TV now. There's, what is it? Um, this morning with Polly and Phil. I mean, they're generally drinking gin at half time oh, yeah, in the all, morning. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah. we're just having a little tip. You don't actually have to drink gin for us to know what it's like to watch someone drink gin. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like you could allude to it. That's right. It's like you don't start jacking up if you're talking about drug problems. Yeah. But gin is fine or oh, you gin, know, yeah. wine tasting on the Saturday kitchen at half nine. I was looking for my uh, my little bit of wood over there, which you know. About, <laughs> you about, said it about about, <laughs> about drinking the prosecco one. It's gone now. I think it's been removed from the house after your uh, your comments. So, 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 but yeah, I, it was a real kind of oh yeah, and it kind of came up at work today. Actually, someone talking about kind of you know the um, talking about the kind of food and their children and the associations yes. you could easily yes give by in in a way innocently telling them. Or encouraging them not to eat something or to eat something or mm. rewarding them with food or and how that can you know seem very innocent and very futile at the time yeah but very quickly become become a habit become a you know especially um, if you've got a propensity because we've mentioned my pretend yeah. propensity for for figures and yeah. for maths that's and another so, layer isn't it you, yeah it, it could be it could be okay or not without an underlying yes yeah. If you're just built to like that thing a little bit too much, I have, it's, I, it's even more dangerous. I have a little bit of content that I haven't actually shared with you, um, which is so relevant. So when um finished tidying up everything from my dad's house, I put a lot of things in a box and said to my sister, we need to sit down and decide, you know, the one touch rule that we used to talk about mm. 80 pods ago. And I yeah, said, yeah. and I explained it to her. And I said, the thing is that all of this has relevance because it's relevant to my mum and to my dad and mm. to us. But I said, we've got to do the one touch. It's no good keeping all these boxes just mm, because they mm. belonged to somebody. Yeah, you know? right. yeah. And um, we went through various things. And I think I mentioned to you, which I don't know if I've mentioned on the pod, sure, the sure. sort of secret thing, that secret box that yeah. my mum had hidden yeah, in the base did, of it. Yeah, you did mention it to me. Yeah, I'm not going to talk about that now because that was too personal. But my sister and I were going through this and she found... Um, 
just a little exercise book and she just flicked through it and at the front it said something like um special dates or something like that and she said oh this has got like when one of her sisters died or someone's golden anniversary and something like that and I said oh that's quite interesting because it had like family members in and I flicked through it and at the back which is interesting I was used to write from the back of books forward and I think my mum does as well so the book starts at the end you Mm -hmm. read it backwards Mm -hmm. and it had at the top 1973 Mm. and some of the things listed there which I won't go into all of, we might on another thing because it's quite interesting, were um, the presents that she had bought my sister and I in 1973. So this would be for my 13th birthday. Right. These these aren't as heartbreaking as your Christmas presents, are they? Because I'm not sure I could take it. (laughs) Well, no. The the used diary was one of them. (laughs) No, things went downhill. 13, she still loved me at 13. That was when I was 17, she hated me. (laughs) Okay, okay. Um, it does go downhill a little bit because next to the list of my party, who came to my party and what sandwiches we had. Um, <laughs> That's really sweet. Was, yes, it was. And it's like, I only could remember one person, but so nice to have that. And it was two. The four people that were, yeah, four people that came oh, to sorry. my birthday party. <laughs> that was too close to the bone, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I feel bad now. <laughs> two of them couldn't come, so you were right. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> Didn't say, you know, no show in brackets. Yeah, yeah, again. <laughs> Yeah, need to give a dress next time. And then next to this list, and this is where it does get a bit dark because it's my mum was her will. So she'd wow. written the will, obviously, in 1973. So my mum was 40 in 1973 yeah. and she'd written her will. Yeah. And the fact we know it was written then was that she left some money to her own mother. Right. And then there was a little poem about, I wish life would take me away from all this. Oh, so it wasn't. Yeah, it's like birthday party, egg yeah, sandwiches yeah. and ring-a-ring of roses. Yeah. Not really very happy with life. Mm. And on her will, it was really funny because she left five pounds to her sisters. And I thought, yeah, have a good it, time. It, it was, it, it, yeah, I was going to say in 1973. Yeah, that could have right. two houses. <laughs> yeah. But she left 25 quid to her mum. And in brackets, it said for her to go to the races. Uh-huh. And my gran was the person that used to take me in petting shops when I was 11 and 12. And yet again, the normalization has happened that she even thought it appropriate <laughs> that if she was going to do something because she was 40 and she wasn't ill. Yeah, yeah. We found five wills so far. So she was okay. well prepared. Yeah. She was leaving money for her mother to go gambling. Mm-hmm. And then we looked on the birthday party, who had come, the egg sandwiches, party rings, and then the gifts. And my sister's was something like a vase, plant pot cover, box of tissues, hamster. And mine was something like small toy, stick. <laughs> Lucky boy. <laughs> I was going to say stick? a bag of grass. That sounds wrong. But just, just yeah. And then fruit machine. <laughs> oh, wow. So in the same thing, when we're talking about normalization, she bought me a fruit machine for my birthday. Yeah. And yeah. was leaving money in the world to my ma- for, yeah, for to her battle, mother yeah. to go racing. And I think that's exactly the point that you were saying. Mm. I hadn't realised that even when she's writing stuff down, mm. it's gambling is so, yeah. you know, yeah. so ingrained. I almost stood no chance. Mm. Mm. Um, so link between addiction and lack of connection um, or to <clears throat> quality interaction, I think <clears throat> is the point here. Um, we kind of touched on at the end of training yesterday. Didn't we? Mm-hmm. Um, 
Do you want to expand on that? Is there any kind of link to kind of what we've just been talking about and that, or is this kind it of was, a, um, a newer realization? Well, I guess most of the a lot of realizations are more. New. I was talking about this the other day, kind of timelines, and you kind of you live your life, and then we kind of touched, maybe touched on the last pod, but it was so bloody long ago. Mm. Um, and the idea that as you kind of as you kind of develop and grow and then learn about stuff, it then gives such a massive kind of retrospective new context mm-hmm. to everything you ever did. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So all these words like normalize it. You know, it was just yeah. it was normal, but normalization takes on a yes. more powerful kind of. So I guess this lack of connection. Is that something you know about now and then have gone, oh, fuck, if I laid that back over my life, that's everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then, it, you know, it kind of sends a bit of a chill down my spine thinking of it. But it's those kind of really think, oh, my God, there wasn't any of that or there was too much of that. Or I think we know so much more now than we did then, especially mm, around mental yeah. health. And so some of the words that we would use now almost hadn't been invented. I think why I said that is that literally the day after, um, so I've got a new therapist and she actually keeps focusing on my addiction, which I find really strange. We've had a couple of weeks where she's been going and she's played me a video of someone who ironically was talking about addiction and connection. Mm. And that was the day that I had also seen um, a quote that said the opposite of addiction isn't sobriety. So using that as in terms of maybe alcohol or drugs. Yeah. But connection, and it's made me think and think and think. And I think what I've come to the conclusion is, is that it's a bit like the difference. I always say, and quote this a lot, the difference, the opposite of love isn't hate, it's indifference. And I think this is on the same track. We've talked about addiction having dire consequences and It isn't to me, you're either addicted and you keep doing that thing or you get clean and you don't do that thing. Mm -hmm. If it was as simple as that, you know, it's like the government back in the 80s, just say no to drugs. Mm -hmm. It's like, or turn that frown upside down. All the stuff that keeps going on Instagram going, (laughs) like you know. Yeah. If you didn't think about sad things, you'd be happy or, you know. Yeah, that's a good one. And it isn't, (laughs) you can use that. (laughs) Put it on some wood. That'll that'll have us going up in the charts and tunes, (laughs) is it? Um, so the point I'm making is this. It isn't necessarily connection with a person or a thing, mm. but it's a connection maybe around a reality or a connection with your emotions or a connection with something that is more positive. So my connection, mm. when I was gambling, I I held down jobs. I got promotion mm. while I was spending seven hours a day in a betting shop. Mm. So my connection with my workplace was was just total lies about me going to meetings that weren't there. Mm-hmm. My connection with my home life was total lies mm. because I didn't sort of mention I was in the betting shop for seven hours. Yeah. My connection with my friends was non-existent because if I was invited out and I gambled every penny, I couldn't go out. I had no money. Yeah. And my connection with myself was broken because those seven hours were layered so it isn't the matter of gambling and losing money for those seven hours i wouldn't eat or drink in those days you couldn't eat or drink in a betting shop right so i would not leave the betting shop so i would get there i don't know whatever 11 o'clock in the morning and leave at six at night for that seven hours they didn't even have toilets in those days so like literally your connection with any sense of 
self-preservation. Yeah. And yeah. I imagine it's very similar to people, you know, with alcohol or, or, or with drugs, that, that the setting for that, if your addiction is taking over the major part of your life, mm. it's almost like the sort of Mas Maslow hierarchy of needs goes out the window. Yeah. As long yeah. as I had the betting shop, I didn't Nothing need food, I didn't it. need yeah. drink, yeah. I didn't need association. And also, I think the majority of addiction must be from my own circumstances and from other people I've worked with dozens and dozens of people with addictions in prison is it is a solitary thing. You can be surrounded by people, but it, it's mm. your, it's your fight. It's your struggle. So I guess the, 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 the lone, the lonely nature of that isn't, isn't a search or a, or a quest for connection. There isn't, just because I, there's clearly a lack of connection to lots of things mm -hmm. you've just listed them, mm -hmm. but is there a, is there a within that activity that is making you become disconnected? Mm -hmm. Is there a longing for a, a different connection? As in, if you we well, say you then won or you had a successful bet, yeah. is that kind of feeling of euphoria, or just the just? Because I'm kind of drugs as well in, in mm -hmm. terms of, it, you know, and I'm out of my depth clearly mm -hmm. on this subject. But is that the thing that becomes the connection? Is that the thing that replaces it? You know, because you're, you're in there for seven hours for a reason. And you've lost connection for all those other things. Those arguably, you will say, real connections, real kind of meaningful mm -hmm. connections. So why what are you there for? Is, is it any kind of connection? Do you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? We kind of need yeah, it. We yeah, all, yeah. We all, I think we all need them. So is the connection to feeling, is it feel like feeling something and then, but that is the euphoria of winning or having a successful bet or... I don't do, know. I don't and then the more that... risky it is and is it the, the, bigger, the bigger the reward is, is, is the big, and for a moment you're on top of the world, you feel connected, you feel euphoric, or that's closer to God or whatever that is. Yeah, yeah. And then it's gone again. And because there isn't anything else to pick you up, there isn't any of the other connections, you just go back in again. Yeah, I mean, this isn't necessarily the answer to the question you just said, because I don't quite know what the answer is to what you've just said, but it takes me back one step. I would walk to the betting shop in a wise mind to a degree. It wasn't over-emotional at that stage. I was calm. This is what I do. This is my daily routine. Mm -hmm. So I didn't... Race driving to... you doing that? Sorry? There's something, there's something I guess that's my point. There's something driving you to do that. Yes. Is, yeah. And is that a... I guess, what is that? What's at the end of that? But the, but the, I is, guess is there, yeah, that's is it, the key. Is it, that's the key. If we, is it enlightenment? Is it, I don't know, just a hit of adrenaline? Is it... Do you know what I mean? So... Is it is it is it self-destruction? As much as, you know... You, you know, people strive for self-preservation, is it? Right, so... Because I understand that kind of nature of, you know, the wallow and the spiral. Yeah. I, I don't know, maybe they're so, not... Well, let me take one step back again. Because I, I need to... Mm. I think I need to be clear on this. Is that... <laughs> you know my problems with language in terms of certain trigger mm. words. Mm. So mm. should, we've discussed, and okay. Yeah. Why is now top of my list? Mm -hmm. And I discussed this with my new therapist last night. And she went, that's going to make my life difficult. <laughs> that's what I'm asking now, isn't it? Yeah. Now, what are you doing? <laughs> so why, the reason why is such a difficult, and I think I mentioned this mm. on Tuesday, mm -hmm. the reason why it's so difficult and becoming increasingly difficult is all I hear from that is judgment from the person asking it. So even now when you're saying, 
why did you do that? And I'm my my answer in my head, mm. and I'm but, trying to regulate my emotions is, I obviously haven't got a fucking clue why I did it because mm. all I needed to do was to walk to the betting shop as an intelligent person and go, if you don't open that door, mm. your life will be 100% better. That's all I needed to do. Right. What I can't so, answer yeah, like for the why... wise mind bit, knowing yeah. this isn't good for me. And I could know that one second before I touched the door. Yeah. It's like, if you touch that door and go in, yeah. you, know this, you yeah. could lose... Thousands of pounds, you won't eat, you'll be upset, you'll be in debt, you'll have to get a loan, yeah. your life will be in ruins. And I push the door. Is, is, that, is, that a, is that a common trait in addicts? Yes. That kind of totally aware. Because <laughs> some people will go, they just don't know what they're doing, they're just, you know, not like me. They, they don't have logic and common sense and the rational is, yeah. brain. But... <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, you've been in rooms full of them. The so, is, the is that the same story? I know what I'm doing. Yes. I mean, I mean, why is mine for one of a better? Yeah. Yeah. And that's why it's always like, I'm going to stop. And I think a lot of addicts do mean that. Yeah. I worked with a guy, fantastic guy when I worked in a bail hostel. Absolutely loved him. I can picture him now. And he was um, a, a crack addict. And crack at the time was fairly new to, to the UK and to Bristol. And we mm. were discussing it. And obviously it's a much stronger, um, and it was having a, a very big hold in Bristol. Mm. And he'd come to the bail hostel because of stealing for, to get money for crack. And I had a long discussion with him one night and I went, why do you keep coming back to it? Because I'd see him before he has it and I'd see him afterwards and I'd yeah. be there trying to make sure he was safe and he wasn't, you know, getting run over and he was drinking, mm. what, you know, wasn't doing anything on top of the crack. Yeah. And he said, it feels like coming home. That was all he ever said about it. And he said, you can't beat that feeling. You know, he said, like, after a holiday, after... I guess that's where I was going. That's a connect... I guess that's where I was going. Yeah. If you feel close to God, it feels, close, you know, it feels like coming home. Yes. You know, I think everyone listening would go, that actually sounds like yeah. a feeling I, I recognise. Or if I... Whether I have it a lot or I've never had, haven't had yeah. it a lot. Yeah. It's something I think we'd all rather have. Yes. But in Wise Mind, right? he'd go, although I'm going to get that feeling of coming home, I'm going to actually ruin my life. My my, my, my arms are... It's a trade-off, right? It's yeah. The, yeah. That, yeah. And, but, but the Wise but Mind will go, I'm never going to do that again. <laughs> yeah. And and I believe people believe it when they say it because I believed it every single day. And that is hard for people who don't understand this to mm. go, to stop. Or yeah. why are you doing it to yourself? You know, it's... Ba of course, that is the... That's the rub, isn't it? Yes. And if you haven't had any taste of that, and you'll never understand. And especially with gambling, that. because I'm going into a betting shop in a sharp suit mm. as a person with two degrees mm. who wasn't stupid, yeah. but my emotional, maybe as you're saying, my emotional connection with mm. my addiction mm. outweighed anything else my brain could do. Yeah. Um, and so that constant need for it. And the thing about this guy with crack, we we set him a challenge and we did a load of work with him. And I can't remember what it was. We wanted to go a certain number of days with him being clean. And on, I think it was whatever day it was, day 30, he didn't come back to the bail hostel. I got a phone call. He's just been arrested, breaking into a house. I went to visit him in prison. Mm. Like, what the fuck? This was day 30. Yeah. He went, I was so happy that I'd done 30 days. He went, I thought I'd have some crack to celebrate. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> you haven't listened but it's like, oh. that was the bit we said about always being in recovery. It was like yeah. that hold. I'm going to celebrate giving up crack by having, having crack. crack. Yeah. Yeah. So that kind of, 
So the link between addiction and lack of lack of quality connection is it cause and effect stuff? Is it you know is, is there a, is there a common theme there? Is it where there's lack of, I guess, a meaningful or quality connect, connection or interaction with something? We're talking, th- we're talking connection, yeah. aren't we? Here, I th- I like think you said, it could that could be in the form of anything. Yeah, I but generally, think... if that is lacking, is there a, is there a addictive tendencies in there? It's well, it's because it... people can be addicted to meaningful connections, can't they? Yeah, <laughs> and then keep being connected and yes, but it's, yeah. maybe it's realistic connections. Mm. So so. Or is it about set like so? We've talked about center before, and we had Joe on the podcast. Is mm-hmm. it that the coming home thing is kind of finding your center? I kind of put those two things in the same place. So that could be if you do, if you just don't feel true or aligned or um, do you know what I mean? Don't feel centered mm-hmm. in yourself. I think we all have a bit of that, and we'll probably you know have degrees of maybe addictive tendencies or you know. Or certain action, whether that's eating a little bit too much or drinking too much mm-hmm. or not looking after yourself or mm-hmm. exercising too much or going the other way. Mm-hmm. I think if we're not, if we don't feel comfortable in our own, in our own skin, yeah, I can, I can see why those things kind of take place. And I guess so is, I, that, is that, is that kind of what you, where you're going with that connection bit? I think, I think the vicious, so the vicious cycle of this is that very quickly of being in that addiction so I've gone, we talked about my childhood. So it's, you get a fruit machine for your, your birthday. You go into betting shops with your gran. You go onto the arcades every time you're there. You work in a betting shop. So for all those stages, this is just part of my life. And this mm. is a connection. This is what the family do. We gamble or we do this, or we mm. do that. And you asked on the last one, sort of when did it click? And I think when it clicked, I don't know the day or the year no, when it clicked. No. But what I do know is that when it clicked addiction became my reality so that was my life and everything else was fitting around the addiction whereas yeah. before mm-hmm. i had a life and, and it, but i just spent too long in a betting shop yeah when yeah. it got to dire consequences the whole and every that isn't, element o- that of isn't overnight is it none no. of that could be overnight really no. but then also the, the the actions of what you're doing then have the ripples of repercussion so if I'm in the betting this shop kind for of seven hours. karma kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it? You, yeah. you have to pay a price for it. So when yeah. I left the betting shop, I would have to do things like change my clothes. Admin. Because in those days... The admin to, yeah. support, to support, I guess, the lies you just talked yeah. about. And that was yeah. a whole host of lies. So, so you're in a betting shop where it's the smokiest atmosphere in the world. So course, I stank yeah. a smoke. Yeah. So if I'm getting into a car... Or I'm going back to the office mm-hmm. and people go, he doesn't smoke. Yeah. He's probably been down the pub. That's mm-hmm. the sort of natural thing. Yeah. But you can't smell of smoke in a non-smoking environment without people going, you smell of smoke. Yeah, right. Then there's the bit, like I was saying before, of having to try and cut off things like bank statements or credit cards or yeah. loan sharks. Yeah. Having to leave work at a certain time or even leave the betting shop on sometimes, get on a motorbike, drive back yeah. and intercept a letter or intercept a phone call or intercept someone coming to your door and then then getting into the situation of going like i can't just rip a letter up i've got to burn it so i'm there with like a little fire pit in the garden yeah burning letters then burning betting slips then leaving a betting slip in your suit pocket and suddenly realizing Uh, it's being taken to the dry cleaners or realizing mm, 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 mm. you know all those things so your life then becomes so chaotic to cover up for those seven hours that the other 17 hours in the day 
are just a reflection of that chaos. Mm. It isn't like I've come out of the betting shop yeah. and now I can get back. The real world doesn't exist anymore. And, and as messy as that gets, you kind of want the escape. You want, <laughs> which is the thing that's causing that that yes. admin in the first place. Yes, and that's your spiral, isn't it? Yeah, you're spending seven hours getting away from that yes. crap or yeah. trying to fix that crap. And like and I was saying, the other, the other, the mental effect, the biggest mental, and I can remember that, I mean, obviously the mental effect was ridiculous in, in, in so many aspects. And now I know that I've got borderline that adds to it, but mm. it was things like, I can remember saying to you, I became convinced that my thoughts were so strong and my pain was so strong that it could physically seep outside my head, mm. that people could be next to me I'm and thinking. know what I'm thinking. Yeah. So I started to build basically a safe in my head that became a monstrous monstrous spaceship to contain my thoughts and i would lie in bed or i would be at a restaurant building this millennium falcon i don't know if that is a big spaceship but something mm -hmm. massive so that the people around me i i my addiction to, was to so strong i thought it seeped out of me and people was going to go oh i've just just picked something up off the table yeah, what's this, that? Is, oh, this is your, your thought but, yeah <laughs> yeah and so I'm building and I can visualize it now and it was big and it was gray and I can visualize just, just it to, just to keep my thoughts in. Just a coping mechanism. So then sleep maybe wasn't as, <laughs> yeah, you right. know, as it should yeah, be. Yeah. And this is, this is 20 plus years. And so mm. it does take its toll, yeah, right. which comes on to the bit that you were saying about always being in recovery mm. because. Yeah. The legacy of that. Yeah. And I still want to gamble big time. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you talk to me and you go, Oh, when you text me about corners on the football I'm yeah. like I didn't even know that you could bet for cor how many corners are in a football I match. started doing I you'd, started you'd worked doing, it all out for the Euros didn't you and you were like I made 22,000 pounds in a night yeah and that was by doing them and if only I understood what the hell you were talking you know. about <laughs> well, it's the worst thing in the world there. that would be the worst thing in the world even if I'd said to you mm. I'm going to pass on my knowledge I've done some so research into this I've talked about that before haven't I you know, just testing the kind of would you ever, and you'd yeah. be like, no, yeah, I no, because you might as well you. do it. It's you, you talk about it, you talk the logic, and you know for well I'm not going to go button bet on because it's going in one ear out the yeah. other. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that is it's constant, isn't it? Yeah, for you. So there was something, and this and this is that that is the word constant. Mm -hmm. So even subconsciously, I recognise I'm gambling mm. with so. This is how convoluted my life is. There was a match the other day. It was West Ham against possibly Chelsea. Mm, yeah, it was, yeah. And there was a large number of corners. I looked after about an hour and there was something like 13 corners, which is a large number of corners. And I went, I wonder if that's because of West Ham's attacking style. So I looked back and went, oh, they've got two wing backs and they've got Bowen and he gets a lot of blah, blah, blah. So I went back and looked at three or four matches. West Ham matches have a lot of corners. Driving over today, just had a little look. West Ham are playing Arsenal. I'm going, yeah, Arsenal are a bit, you know, not so good at the back. Mm. And will they cope well with this? And I'm going, then I look and it's like, the bookies are going, we think there'll be nine corners. And I'm going, no. It's going to be more than that. It's going to be nine, <laughs> more than nine corners. Yeah. Now, whether there are, is or whether there isn't makes no difference. Yeah, yeah. But part of my brain has been taken up with something that... that, mm. that well, you're looking at the odds and you're, working, you're looking, working out the return and all, all that. Yeah, you? and Just, I'm thinking I've beaten them already. Yeah. I think there'll be more than nine corners in them and I will yeah. check in a minute. <laughs> yeah. And if there are, I'll just go, yeah, I've beaten them. Yes, but I won't resent not it. putting it on. Yeah, yes. I'm not in that position. 
So it's ideation rather than doing it. But I I think if we're going to give hints and tips, I think there's this acknowledgement that anyone who's listening that has an addiction Mm. probably knows that it's still festering away. It's a bit like cold sores, isn't it? (laughs) They come up when you run down. You can't switch that shit. You just can't switch it off. No. No chance. Especially if you've got that sort of mind that's going to... It's pre-programmed in many, isn't it? Yeah. 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 And there's so many triggers. And I think that's the worry for me now is that the triggers, I think this is the final thing that we said there about new forms of addictions. Mm. We do have the personal recollections bit. Yeah. I don't know whether that's kind of, is there anything to kind of cover off on that unless you kind of put that in? Emotional I mean, we could do it. Logic, we, but we could, I suppose that's about it, not opening the door. Yeah, sure. You're, okay. I mean, yeah. I can give you plenty of gangster related problems with my gambling or the, the you've given me a couple off air yeah i'm not sure they're fit for purpose or also i mean i suppose maybe a, a, a sort of milder one which we I won't do now but it was about how you contrive to get in a betting shop mm. you know literally going to friends for a weekend yeah and going oh i've just remembered i need you know, a claw hammer because <laughs> you yeah, found really out that there's a bookies next to the hardware shop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Going and in, make sure you come back with that claw hammer. Oh, no, hammer, no, no, because right? you go in the bookies first because you oh, right. gamble it all and hope you've kept four quid for the <laughs> claw hammer. <laughs> <laughs> then having to go in and shoplift. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, if you do gamble all your money and your excuses are going to buy something, yeah. then I would shoplift. And it's like, oh, like buy the hammer first because yeah, you, no, you no. couldn't go back and go all fresh out yeah <laughs> you couldn't have done that yeah, they're I mean, making some more <laughs> <laughs> yeah so new additions all the time the threat of ai we've, all, we've talked about mr zuckerberg already but was that one of the kind of i mean obviously that is his pretty much his business strategy isn't it to, yes the metaverse yeah, is. to create well i mean it's dopamine on on i was gonna say steroids that's probably an inappropriate well, it's thing. on tap but it's gone to it's it's just taken that oh i've got a few notifications i've got the little red dot on my on the mm. notifications i'm like two i'm going to create you know and we're going to create virtual worlds yes and talk about the the fear of missing out and dopamine hits and anticipation all the things we've talked about escapism uh we've talked about lack of connection yeah but all his thing has always been i want to connect the world yes. and you could argue he is yeah technically digitally but he's removing real, I, you know, don't get me wrong, you know, virtual spaces for some people is a great way to connect. People are gaming, connecting, I get all that. And it's mm. changing some people's lives, people who don't mm. come out of their shells. All yes. that I'm not knocking it, but there is a, there, there's always another side to everything, isn't there? Mm-hmm. And with this, you're creating, you're creating worlds inside a world. Yes. Almost but, that because this one isn't good enough. This yes, one doesn't exactly. have enough connections. It, exactly. It's not meaningful enough. Therefore, we've got to do it down a computer because our imaginations can, you know what I mean? It's a, it's a mm. weird, isn't it? It's a little bit like, like back to what we've talked about with the film Wally. Yes. And they go off to another planet. It's like yeah. this world's shit now. It's dust. Fuck it. We're off. Yeah. <laughs> it's much better up there. The screens and tight leotards and we'll all drink, you know, slush puppies. <laughs> on a on a flying lilo um but isn't 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 it the case that addictive behavior now use the word normalization mm. addictive behavior now is i would go as far as to say it's encouraged yeah so yeah if you just think of the things we've already talked about gorging on 
you know, unbox food, nice. food. Oh no, I was talking about All right. booze and food at Christmas. Yeah, just eat until you can't move in and drink until you can't see. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I did. I did a bit of research today um, because I wanted to put an Insta story up about obesity, and what I wanted to say is, this country and America and Mexico and other countries are full of people who are overweight and obese. And one of the things that said on the Peter McCullough um, podcast is that there was a scalability in terms of obesity. They've even done some research that say that the virus actually almost targets, mm. I, I don't know whether it's fat cells or, you know, okay, yeah. overweight, whatever it is. I don't know the exact details, but this guy goes, it's scalable. If you're 40 pounds overweight, it'll get worse if you're 100 pounds overweight. Yeah. And nobody that I can see in mainstream media is going, people you're too fat and because you're fat and because you're obese and because you're eating processed food you are more likely to die and that's the truth that's but true. no one is Be- saying before the pandemic that. That was the, yeah you know. but it's 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 even higher now and mm. if you know your citizens are dying because or yeah. more likely to die yeah you would say and i know this is used a lot on the covid thing about oh, seatbelts seatbelts were introduced to stop people being in a risky situation and to stop them dying. So if someone's obese and you don't give them the equivalent of a seatbelt and just allow them to be obese or allow them to mm. keep eating processed food or not give them the education or the support yeah, or yeah. free entry to gyms or dietitians, yeah. and they continue obese, they are more likely to die. So that's a government which is meant to serve us mm-hmm. going, go ahead and die. Yeah. And it isn't being part of a conversation and I can't understand that I'm suddenly hearing yeah. Norway, Thailand, other countries are banning alcohol. New Zealand's going to ban tobacco, mm. but no one's going more and more people are dying because they're obese, that not in any meaningful way. Yeah. The government put 31 million. They're spending that a day on tests yeah. Yeah, right. and that's all yes. they put into the obesity program. Yeah. So the, I guess the point I'm making about that, about the normalization of all but, the but activities. I, th- but I think encouragement is, isn't, isn't too hard, you know, stronger word. I don't think it is. You're actively encouraged to, yeah, we, we, I'd say by not saying anything, you're encouraged because everything's, we were told to not do things mm-hmm. or do this and do that. Things that we're not being told about, mm-hmm. I would argue you game on, right? Encouragement. And then mm. there's all the, the messages and the advertising and that kind of thing. I get all that. Yeah. It's, um, encouragement. I think encouragement is a, you know, anything that you're not being told not to do. It's like, oh, it's the path of least resistance, isn't it? Mm. Mm. There's more food in the supermarket than you can. It's not about food. This isn't just about food. No, it's, no. It's, it's, no. There's other things, but it's, it, it, your, that was your that was your example. But yeah, but I think just in the recent articles, you know, I think Javid was up going. This is the only option we have. Yes, it's a binary it's thing, like, isn't it? Take yeah. vaccines. That's because it. that's the end. We've, we've we've exhausted everything else. Yeah, you, know, you, you haven't. Yeah. You haven't even started on the other things. I haven't seen anything about encouraging What about all the people, people that we talked about surviving? I'm a survivor, by the way. Yeah. Did I say? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a survivor's badge. Yeah. Why don't they go, okay, let's look at those, look, let's look at the people who have and why they may have. Yes. I don't know. Isn't that a good place to start? Yeah. Well, it's like oh. vitamin D. Last year, I mean, don't, don't it was wrong, given I, to 2.5 million people. That program has been taken away yeah. this year. Yeah, exactly. So what, vitamin D deficiency isn't yeah. a thing anymore? Has that disappeared in 12 months? And you said it before. No one's standing up behind a lectern going, get fresh air, yeah. look after yourself, drink yeah. more water, watch what you eat. Mm. Why wouldn't you do that? Mm. Peloton are doing a better job of that. Yeah. 
tending to, to get active and, and get sweaty in your front room. It doesn't need to be preaching that there are some people who, because of their position, are going to go, it isn't just that easy to go to the gym. It isn't that easy to have these foods. Then subsidize good food, put on education for people, allow yeah. people to have some options, explain how you can yeah. do something um, to help individuals. This isn't about me stigmatizing people, but it's basically if you're more likely to die, then the government and all the health authorities have a duty to help you not to die. And that's what they do on every other element of life. But it, I think at the moment, obesity is like, stay in, get Zap or Uber Eats to deliver mm. whatever you want, yeah. binge on box sets. And to me, a lot of that is now addiction. You say to certain people, they'll go, yeah, oh, I have this every day, mm. or I eat this, or I drink this every day. They don't see it as addiction because it's so normalized. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah. I have a bottle of wine a day. I'm not addicted to it. Okay, don't drink for a month. Mm. Well, I'll do half of January, <laughs> yeah. but that's all you're getting out of me. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think it's that it's that steady creep. And the, the one other thing about AI, which I think you were, you put your finger on, is that I think what AI will do, especially the whole thing with Zuckerberg, is allow people to get rid of all the barriers and constraints of real life. And it's already happening on sexual you know, going into AI and virtual reality on yeah, sex, you can yeah. basically be or do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. You take that with five years further AI development yeah, yeah. and you will have carte blanche to do anything yeah. as your avatar. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. And it isn't a big step if we're going back to it's the not, Martian. No. Someone doing gaming at the moment. Yeah, can't bring him back. Can't. Yeah. Well, you're going to go, what's this guy doing? He's murdering people, but it's a game because mm. it's entertainment. What's he actually doing? Yeah, he's shooting mm. hundreds of people and blowing their heads off. How old is he? He's 11, mm. but he, he really likes it and it keeps him yeah. quiet. Yeah. And he has his Coke and he does yeah. the game. It's anything that calms him down. Yeah. Yeah. But in five years time, when you're in the metaverse, you're not going to be looking at a gaming. You're going to be in that gaming. Yeah. And you're going to believe your actions are killing people yeah. or having sex with people or abusing people. Mm. And there isn't any law yeah. in the metaverse. You mm. can do what you want. Yeah. It's only your imagination that that's restricts right. you. And that's going to be addiction gone mad. Mm. Mm. And I think that's the most worrying thing. It's like it's behind closed doors. You can do what you want. Mm. Um, yeah, do you know I said that present might not be appropriate? It was one of those VR ocular... headsets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was the... It, it was, was a season ticket for West Ham. <laughs> <laughs> the seat's right by the corner flag. <laughs> and you the can, calculator. It's like you're really there. <laughs> yes. All those bubbles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, we're going to have to wind up, Mark. Yeah. That was good. Good. I think I hope so. I mean, uh, you know, it's not for me. Us. There's a lot there. Isn't there? Yeah, there is. I think we might need a third, which is like some hints and tips. Hints and tips. Well, there isn't a lot there about going. Your takeaways. Yeah. What's your just say no? <laughs> <laughs> Kids like Zamo. Yeah, yeah, but uh, no, I think we we can we can certainly follow it up. Yeah, maybe not a full, full section, but just maybe yeah, uh, yeah just one or two. Okay. Things that can work, perhaps. Talking <laughs> delivery. We'll have some takeaways in the next episode, right? Hmm. <laughs> So that's it for this episode. Well done for getting this far and thanks for listening. Remember, you can follow us on the socials by searching for I'm Finecast and feel free to drop us a line at uh, imfinecast at gmail.com. In the next episode, well, we've just said, haven't we? Just said mm -hmm. what we might do. I've got a couple of <laughs> protein vanilla yogurt. It's the future. Could you literally not get through another minute without 
having a go on that. You're addicted. It's just getting a bit warm. <laughs> Are we going to do one in two weeks, do you reckon? You said that was really loaded. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. I'll try not to let yeah, you down. Well, it's, it's Christmas, New Year. No, it's been me as well. I, oh, two I weeks. Did, uh, no, it's all right. Two weeks. Mm. Sorry, that was, quite, that was quite defensive of me, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's the COVID talking. I'm still not, I'm still not over it. <laughs> it's a good excuse. You're surviving but struggling. Mm. You're a warrior, though, for doing it. Yeah, I know. I know. Big babe boy. Um, two, week, two weeks is Christmas, isn't it? Between Christmas and New Year, isn't it? Uh, oh, yeah. Is it last last week? Is it last Christmas? I didn't last fly Christmas by, did it? Last Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's, it's last week. Is it Christmas next week? Must be. Next Saturday, or Saturday. Uh, I don't know. Okay, so um, I'm away. Well, we'll we'll have a. We don't need to do air on. Huh? You're away. My gym's bloody shut on Christmas We're day. It's away. a twenty four seven gym, and it's shut on Christmas day. Well, it's not a twenty four seven gym then, is no. it? Have a word. Money back. You get a day's worth of. Was it? Was I'm paying workout? five pounds a month. There was a glitch on the computer. <laughs> well, that give you back twenty p. Five pounds. Yeah. You'd work that out. Go on, work that out. How much you get back? Five pound a month. Six, 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 six. Like a human abacus. I can edit this bit, mate. You look really good. <laughs> six p. What? No. Sixty-six. No. Sixty p. It's about eighteen and a half p, isn't it? Why are you asking me? I don't know anything. Yeah, eighteen and a half p. Okay. <laughs> Got there. That's pretty quick. I wouldn't mm, have worked out. Wasn't. I'm disappointed. Do you want me to edit that? No. <laughs> Okay. I'm just sad with this is as we are. We're kind of, you know, free flowing. Yeah, that's pretty much it. How long was this? Um, we haven't finished yet. Okay. <laughs> Joe Rogan this does three hours. Do Can we do a three-hour one? Yeah, oh, I'm sure we could. Okay. I mean, um, not tonight. We've just done an hour. What an hour? Coming up to an hour eighteen. Okay. Anyway, should we wrap it up? Yeah. Well, I hope we will see you at Christmas time. There we are. I put it. I've said it. Therefore, mm. it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. All right. See them. Bye. Yeah, bye. <laughs>